Boom. Because I'll send it to Facebook and uh, YouTube. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Experience the connection that will What's up, good people? What's up? We got another episode today. Connect the resource show. And um, hold on. Uh, I got running back, running back one more time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what's up? I just cruise to this all day. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. That's what the voiceover girl hey, hopes to bring to everybody. <laughs> hey. You could get all that. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. What's happening, good people? What's happening? Welcome to episode two of Connect the Resource Show, where we interview people that's resourceful and entrepreneurship and uh, they doing their thing. So I got a special guest today. Y'all heard the intro, right? That's who did the intro for me. <laughs> Miss uh, Sean Don T. How you feeling? Hey. <laughs> yes, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. How about you? I'm Long good. time no see. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. That's good. Bless, bless by the best. So, oh yeah, man, you know this. I had to get Sean on the show because she she like very resourceful. Like man, woo, this this lady right here, she wear a lot of hats <laughs> <laughs> for real. And um, you know, she's the one the world needs to know. Um, oh, man, you. let's get to it. How you feeling? Sean Don T, what's happening? Introduce yourself. Uh, yes, what's happening? Okay, well, hey, everybody. <laughs> um, I am Ashanti, also known as Sean Don T. Um, born and raised on the south side of Chicago, just turned 35. Uh, what, about a week and a couple of days ago? You know, woo, woo shout out to all the Aries. <laughs> um, and um, yeah. Right. <laughs> but um yes, I am um I am a published author, self-published author. Um I also am a creator and host of Renegade Radio Chicago, which is a podcast I have been doing for two years and it is dedicated towards underground artists, um, as well as entrepreneurs, because I do shout out um entrepreneurs. And um, I also have a voiceover business. So like Larry just told you guys, I made his um, intro for the uh, Connect the Resource show. And I do it for a lot of business owners, content creators. I actually, throughout the weekend, just worked on several different ones for a business. So um, yeah, that's pretty much me, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> a workaholic, you yeah. know. <laughs> yes, man. Okay. So, your journey in like radio start. Like, did you always like as a child know you were like to go into radio? Absolutely, absolutely. So, 
So, yeah, um, I like to tell everybody, like, I'm really kind of like the, um, you know, kind of like the, you know, the DJ, the turn up queen. Like, when me and the family, we get together, you know, it's always like, all right, Shondi, you on the music. You know what I mean? So, growing up, it's always, and then growing up listening to WGCI and 92.3, um, I always would just, you know, hear them, and then I'll act like I was on the show and act like I was a host and things like that. So, it really did start, you know, and then getting my full start, uh, what ended up happening is, is in 20, uh, I think that was, oh God, it's been so, been such a long time, 2018 or 2019. I want to say that was 2018. Um, I was working, uh, I was working on 63rd and Ashland for, uh, I think that's Seashell. And at the time I was ringing up a guest and I was talking to him, but somehow we got to talking about book writing and I got to telling him, you know, um, about my book and things like that. Well, it was a gentleman that was sitting in the lobby overhearing the conversation. And so he kind of comes up to the counter after my uh, customer left and he's like, yeah, you're a Shondi Trotter. And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, well, you work so hard times. And I'm like, yeah what you know and he's like yeah i just googled you and i was like oh word that's dope you Google me. okay that's cool <laughs> so um <laughs> he had um from there we kind of just was talking and then he ended up telling me that uh he went to the illinois school of media broadcasting and he had um you know a couple of friends that had shows on um at the school for their intern on windy city um underground so I actually got in tune with AJ Spanish, Kula, shout out to them. And um, I went on their show for an interview for my book. And um, it was a young lady by the name of Kaya Love. She was sitting in on there. So she asked me to come to her show, which is was Create Life with Kaya and the crew. And uh, she asked me to come and do an interview with her. Well, by the end, end of the day, after the interview and everything was over, she ended up, you know, asking me about, possibly being a co-host with her remainder. It happened. Um, I uh, became a co-host on Create Life uh, with Kaya in the um, Create Create Life with what is it? Create Life with Kaya in the crew. Okay, there we go. And um, yeah, it just that it started right then and there. Like literally Sean Dante was born in that same like all in that same week, you know what I mean, before I did my first um, airing with her. And we rocked out for about like six months, about October-ish, I think Halloween, the Halloween show we did was our last show. And um, from there, I kind of just, I was like, man, I done got started now, you know, it's like, I want to I wanna do it, you know what I mean? I'm ready to go full in. And so that's how Renegade Radio Chicago was like birthed. Um, I just started trying to find different ways to make it happen. And I came up on my platform that I use uh, to do my show, which is Spreaker. Mm-hmm. And, um, and this is, it's, it's crazy to see how much podcasting has actually grown, yeah. you know, because back when I first started Renegade Radio Chicago, it wasn't even a thing. Like what, people what was not, was you know what I mean? What year did you start? That was 2018. 2018. Okay. 2018. Got you, got you. And literally within this last, you know what I mean? Literally yeah. within these last year and a half, two years, it yeah. has like skyrocketed, yeah. which yeah. is like, you know, it's crazy. But um, yeah, that's how it got started. And I really, I know it's a podcast, but if you ever have listened in on my show or things like that, then you know, it really does sound like radio. So mm. that's why it is renegade radio chicago you know because of the vibe and the feel that i give it you know so you know so yeah that's how it that's how it came to be and like i said i've been rocking out for the past two years you know you helped me celebrate my one year anniversary so um and that was like so dope man uh i will never ever 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 forget <laughs> that day, like for yeah. real. <laughs> I mean, so it was crazy. I was just in a meeting at Renaissance Saturday, and I was showing uh, uh-huh. a partners I'm doing some stuff with. I'm like, man, I was telling them how you had the event right there at the slice, and I was yeah. like, man, it was so dope. They like, yeah, what happened? I'm like, man, you know what? Well, COVID and slice closed right now. You know, 
I'm like, man, right. hey, that event. I'm like, man, yeah. Sean, you got showed a lot of love. It was crazy. Yeah, that was a nice event. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. It was, and the thing is, is that we did like two more after the one year anniversary show, but then right after the second one we did, um, and we were getting more consistent, we had some dope ideas we were going to bring in. COVID came, the shutdown happened, yeah. and it literally just really put a stop to everything. Facts, facts. That's what's up. Yes. So, so have you ever been like an artist, like rap, sing, or like, have you ever endeavored in it absolutely uh music has been a part of my life all my life uh from singing in church to just entertainment period i was on the dance team growing up i praise dance at church mm-hmm. you know choir in school choir at church um so music has always been my life it really has i love everything about it um mm-hmm. and as far as like artist wise i'll say probably it started maybe 2005 2006 Mm-hmm. And um, I was kind of grinding out with an up-and-coming DJ at the time, and he had a label. And um, it started from there. And then in 2007, I ended up meeting uh, my first uh, my first ex-husband. Mm-hmm. And at the time, he was doing music, and he was super dope, super, super dope. He's when it comes to lyrics and writing, mm-hmm. he is really he is really, really, really talented. Um, and so from there, we started a group called Perfect Picture. Uh, I went by Miss Divine Diva at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I sang and I rap. Um, and like, it was a stupid dope period time of my life because we, we ran strong from 2007 to about 2012 when we separated and everything like that. So from that time period, like I have performed, we have performed through a lot of little clubs in Chicago. Then we moved to Iowa and we kind of just became like little local stars. Like mm-hmm. we, uh, we would, um, became a part of a underground label called, um, oh God, Underground Sound. Underground Sounds, the CEO, Jeremy Boyd, and uh, he just had a dope eye for music and an ear for music. And once Perfect Picture entered the scene and he seen where we were just lyrically making music, good music, like, you know what I mean? Even a lot of our music, if it gets a different beat, maybe put to it or something like that, it could still be pushed today because we were already ahead of our time when it came to the music, like, because we knew how to do everything from record to you know what I mean like to writing we wrote our own lyrics like you know what I mean so um yeah that was like really that was my life but once we separated for me Mm -hmm. it was more me trying to focus on trying to rebuild my life for me my kids stuff like that so I kind of fell off now he does he still does music even to this day he does but um you know, that's kind of another reason why Renegade Radio Chicago, um, you know, was birthed as well. It's just due to the fact that um, it kind of keeps me to being able to uh, keep my creativity flowing, you know. So, like, all of my commercials and things that I make, um, you know, it gives me some sense of still having that artist life, but just not, you know, basically a full-time artist. And I even do still write songs. Like, if I if I hear a beat, if I'm looking for a beat, to like do a commercial to or a drop to and it hit on a different level and words start coming, I'll write to it, I'll record it and everything. And uh, a lot of times I will, I have two songs that in this past year and a half, I was playing on Renegade Radio Chicago, you know, um, just to add a different vibe, you know what I mean? And um, everything like that. So yeah, I guess it's still in me. They say once an artist, always an artist. So I guess in some type of way. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I always tell you know what? See, I love when people create timeless things. Like, like you said, you can still play one of your songs from 10 years ago yeah. and it'll still yeah. be relevant. You know what I'm saying? That's why I tell Absolutely. people create, create timeless. You know, yeah. even with, with, with whatever you're doing. You gotta have some timeless because you never know. You could just dig back in the crates for a minute. Look, this was I'm like, man, you made that ten years ago. Yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. Because so, it, it happens a lot of times. I'll get to talking about music to other artists or you know just people that I know in general, and I and I still have some of the songs uh, because we actually 
which is still available right now. We actually did a national mixtape that's on datpip.com. It's called Fully Focused, uh, and it's um, hosted by DJ Amaze. Like, and he mixed us in with like great people in the industry, from Lil Wayne to Ross to Drake. You know what I mean? And I tell people as a as an artist, that was like the highest plateau you could have put us on. You know what I mean? Because that means as a DJ who knows music, okay, and is playing mainstream music, for him to blend our music and put our music on a mixtape with other major artists, you know what I mean? That's letting you know right there, like, you got it. You know what I mean? So, um, like I said, and I'll play it from, I've played it for many of people, and they're like, yo, y'all should be, this should be being pushed now. You can go re-record this in the studio, just put a different beat to it or something like, but everything else, like the concept, you know yeah. what I mean? And things like that, it still works, you know? Yeah. And see, that's how and, and people, probably, a lot of people know, probably don't know, that's how Kanye, a lot of them beats that he gave to Rockefeller, he made them here years ago. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And it's like, it was timeless. Like I said, like, dude, mm-hmm. I made this to you here. Come on. Now they like, oh, okay, let's, let's go ahead and get on this way. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. So, absolutely. Would you say that that birthed the voiceover girl, like being an artist? Yes. Artist? Okay. Um. So let us let us know about that, it to see. I feel that you really, and right. <laughs> man, you really dope on the voiceover, like crazy. Thank like, you, man. I'm Thank like, you. she got it. You know. <laughs> and, um, you just did some little stroke for a young lady. Was she from out of state? I forgot. I had seen. I've did. I did quite a few. Um, so yeah. I've done my girl Corey Love. I did her intro and outro. She's from Miami. She has the. Yeah, Corey I just Love listened show. to that. I'm like, oh yeah, she on another level. Yeah, and she's <laughs> yeah, and she's actually level. the one who who really like. She's the one who helped birth. Um, the voiceover girl, seriously, honest to God, like, so this whole two years that I've been recording and making my own intros and outros and the drops and this and that and tags and things like that for my show. I don't know how, but it never once in my mind really processed that like, yo, this is a lane for you to create for yourself to make money. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. And so she came to me actually. I was just rewatching one of my interviews because I've done two interviews on her show and I was rewatching it. And I had to tell her the last time we talked, I said, Corey, I said, you actually manifested this happening because the last interview we had and she, she had said on her show, like, yo, um, Shondana, I love your intros and stuff. You're going to have to make an intro for the Corey Love show. And mm-hmm. literally by the end of last mm-hmm. year, she ended up calling me and we talking and then she was like, okay, so Shandy, she said, what I'm going to need for you to do is you need to make this a business. She was like, I, I will send you people like people need stuff like this. You know what I mean? Like people want stuff like this. They just don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or it may, may be too, and it, you know, too expensive or whatever the case may be, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so when she said it to me, I'm like, you know what, Corey, you right. So like literally, we talked for about an hour, but when we got off that phone, I legit started working on her project. But at that same time, that same day, I came up with a name. I made the Instagram page for it. Mm-hmm. I started promoting it on Renegade Radio Chicago's mm-hmm. Instagram page there you go. to draw the people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like literally within that week, I had at least three to four clients. Man, you know, amazing. and it was just like, whoa. And like, I look on it even like right now. And I just did, like I said, I just did, uh, her name is Lady P. She's CEO of Essentially Your CBD Spot. And I just did two commercials and a jingle for her. And she was just so blown away. She's like, I'm a returning customer. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it's like, like I said, it's, and I think that's just because, you know, um, I have great customer service, you know. I've been like working work wise, I've been working since I was 16 and I've worked in every field of customer service you can work in from restaurants, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to the airport, you know. So mm-hmm. um I think that plays a part in it. So it's just my approach, you know, because you meet a lot of you can come across a lot of business people and I've even learned this. Yeah. since I've been doing everything that mm-hmm. they kind of just rub you the wrong way from the beginning. 
you know what I mean? It's just because their approach is just off or mm-hmm. or they kind of give you that approach like uh, your business is not needed, you know? And yeah. that's just, that's not a good way to run a business. That's not a good way to, you know what I mean? Enhance your business. You're not going to make the money that you could potentially make with customer service on your side, you know? So yeah, yeah um, the, the voiceover girl has been like, for real, I think it has been like the best thing for me. And even just on yesterday when I was finishing off this last jingle for Lady P, I was telling myself like, yo, I could really see myself like doing this full time. You know what I mean? Just sitting back creating commercials and jingles and this and that, you know what I mean? And making that a living, you know? So I just want to keep pushing hard at it. You know what I mean? Keep putting putting it out there. Um, I do I have a lot of customer recommendations. Even you, Larry, you mm-hmm. sent me your boy, DJ Tails, and mm-hmm. he actually probably about a month or so ago had just came and got four more tags for me from me. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it has like, very it has really been a blessing. Yeah, because you got an ear for it. Like even when you did that, you did it, you think you did like three or four of them in, in like four hours. I'm like, <laughs> you work dang. I'm like, then they were so dope. I'm like, wow. Like you gotta, man. yeah. You got, you got my ear from music, yeah. <laughs> yeah, is crazy. I'm yeah. not even gonna lie, it is. Yeah. My ear from music well, is crazy, tell. and that comes from really. I had a lot of great vocal coaches um, at my school's choir, so I went to John Hope, and okay. our music, our whole music directory was just like when it came to that, uh-huh. it was dope. Like we had some really, really great choir directors, choir, um, you know, like I said, vocal coaches right. and things um, that worked at our school, but was also doing major things in the industry, you know, and right. when I back in school, I didn't even know these things. I found these things out now that I'm older, you know what I mean? So um, I think that played a lot um, in it too. That and um, just keeping it relevant in my life. Like, you know what I mean? Like music is literally... I don't know. It's just like everything to me. I hear when I hear music, I hear everything. You know what I mean? You know how some people right. could just hear the basic beat of yeah. everything. No, I'm the one that's in the studio. Like, yo, did you hear those horns? Did you hear the trumpet? Oh, did you hear the little, you know what I mean? Did you hear the xylophone? Right. Like I'm pointing out everything and everybody looking at me like, how do you know? Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, but I do. I love music. I just do. I love yeah. it. I absolutely do. Yeah, yeah, you can tell, like, you got a, a yeah. crazy ear for it. Like, I'm like, man. So, yeah. Okay, the book, what was the name of the book again? So, the name of uh, my book is right here okay. Hard Times Life of a Ghetto Black Chick. Sorry, y'all. This is my carry around copy. Hey, you know, that's, that's <laughs> so, a, it's kind of marked up. Masterpiece. <laughs> hey, you better keep that. Oh, yeah, it's burnt up everything. <laughs> you remember the you book? Hear me? <laughs> That's like the Bible that they keep. <laughs> they said that Bible burn, they keep it. That I'm telling you, you see it, look, it's all been everything. Hey. This is my carry around book. And like, yeah, like you said, Larry, I'm, I am I hold it dear to my heart. Like, yeah, I just, that's, yes. that's, that's super dope. So, you know, thank you. What made you, what made you write the book? What, what inspired you to write it? Um, so really hard time started off as a diary. I was in my second marriage at the time and it was very, very abusive. Um, so it was an outlet for me. Um, and then me just naturally being a writer, but, um, to kind of just, when I, when I was writing it as a diary, like I said, it was just a way to escape what I was really going through. So I just started writing, you know, and then like, and this was in 2014, mind you. Um, and then, uh, I want to say closer to the time where I ended up before I ended up being able to escape the marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I just woke up one day and it was like, God literally placed it on my head. And it was just Mm -hmm. like, I started rereading the diary to myself Mm -hmm. and I was like, yo, this sounds like a book. (laughs) <laughs> you know yeah, like yeah. this could be a book this could be a yeah. movie like mm-hmm. in my mind it just it was what it was and then like literally I was like I'm turning it into a story and it went from there I mean it was like literally it was supposed to happen because nothing was like too hard for me to figure out like even with the name you know what I mean yeah. it was like 
I had been going through so much. This is my second marriage. This one was abusive as well as the first one. You know, it was like three kids. I'm going through this. I'm struggling. I'm just trying to, you know. So mm-hmm. it was like the hard times. Uh, really, that I had always said that, like, man, I just feel like I'm always going through hard times, you know. So it was just something that instantly came to me. And then the life of a ghetto black chick. Um, Mm-hmm. That really stems from the perception of how a person can view you mm-hmm. or how people view you just mm-hmm. because of where you come from or, or, you know what I mean, how you act, different things like that. So with that, that's how it all just really came together. And um, uh, like I said, once I knew that, I actually told myself, well, like, OK, well, I really have to write it as a story, you know, because it's going to be an urban novel. Mm-hmm. And um, I decided to make it a series. So this is actually volume one that I just showed you guys. I'm actually typing volume two right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and it really kind of went there. But I actually sat on it for four years. Okay. Because I was going through so much. I went through homelessness. Uh, mm-hmm. I, it was just so much. Like it was probably the biggest transition of my life. You know what I mean? Um, and so... I sat on it until 2018, and then 2018 uh, was when I really took off with it. And I think it was because I kind of reunited my kids with their dad, which was my first husband. And then we had a talk where he basically was like, well, let me raise the kids while you get your life back together. So that's where, you know, that's where it it is, and that's where it has been, you know. so it kind of allowed me that time to kind of free my mind a little bit from just being a wife and a mother and just, you know what I mean, to really being able to go after some things that I wanted to do personally in life, you know. Yeah. And so once that happened, um, 2018, I just found a way to do it. At the time, I was homeless. I was living with um, my cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have a computer. She didn't have a computer at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, she got her one for Christmas. So... I had to transfer because I'm an original writer. So I literally, I don't even have them sitting out, but like I have tons of notebooks. I write everything, everything, okay. everything, like everything for real. I have to write it out. So the whole book was wrote, but in order for me to, you know, shop it to different publishing companies and things, it had to be typed up. So I typed my whole first book in my phone. Okay. I had a I mean, phone literally at the like- time. Yeah, like literally to the point where like I literally was catching car. Y'all, yes, I caught Carpet <laughs> Tunnel. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. That was probably the craziest because my first my first book is like what 13 chapters? Okay. So the first one is like 13 chapters, yeah. Yeah. 13. So it was like, yeah, but it was to me, I just yeah. I'm the type of person that like my favorite saying is, and I think I've said this to you before when we were just talking, mm-hmm. it's more than one way to eat a Reese's. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I'm always the one that's going to figure it out. Like, yeah. that's me. Once I get it set in my head that I want to do something, oh, I'm going to find a way to make it happen. There's right. no way around that. Like, I have to make it happen. So it was just at the time I had to use what I had, you know, so I did. I typed the whole first book. With my mm-hmm. first phone, um, I found a publishing company mm-hmm. that um, ended up publishing it, was with, which was uh, New Century Publishing. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything was really going good. You know, um, they released it on ebook online only. And, uh, but it was available on Barnes & Noble, everything. Well, the next year when it was time for me to start getting my royalties, mm-hmm. instead of me getting a royalty payment, mm-hmm. I got an email and a call from a company Mm-hmm. Um, basically telling me that I got jacked out of my money. Oh. So I put in $2,000, mind you, Larry, like I told you, I was, you know, homeless at the time. So mm-hmm. I was working um, for a lounge and a bar at the time. So I was saving my money mm-hmm. uh, to get my own place and then investing it into the publishing company. So I put in like $2,000 to get this published. And when it was time for me to start accepting my royalties, yes, this company called and was like, so basically, New Century Publishing, I guess they folded and they sold the company up under all of the authors that they had signed and picked up. They, they sold the company to this business and basically left the company to do all of their dirty work. The company said they're sorry. It's absolutely nothing that they can do about um, royalty money. Um, and that the only thing that they could give me was my 
hard uh, my hard my hard copy okay. of the manuscript. Absolutely. That was it. That's crazy. That so was crazy. it. Yeah. So I cried my tears, you know, I cried my yeah. tears. I let it go. And then I picked back up and I said, okay, how am I going to get this back published? So I ended up finding uh, Amazon publishing and I was able to self-publish it. So when I self-published the book, I was able to bring it out into paperback form. Okay. So now it's on Amazon for paperback and ebook online. So, and this, I, I got my own back office with, with Amazon. I get to control the pricing of the book. I can run sales. I can see every, I can see my sales for each month. It lets me know how much my payouts will be. Like, it's literally the most, it's, it's so legit, you know, and it's probably the best decision that I ever made, you know. Um, now, yeah, is it a little harder to you know, get it out there per se, yeah and no, because me just being me, mm -hmm. you know, you yeah, I'm a, you, you, you gon' you gonna know, <laughs> and they, they know, you know, so like, right. I am thankful, like, I'm not seeing millions or even thousands in royalties every month, but I'm thankful that I'm seeing something, and it can only get greater, you know what I mean, uh, the more I just keep pushing. Right, and see everything, like, the life of an entrepreneur, trial and error, you know, it was a oh, lesson yeah. to be learning and and you getting it published by that company. Uh, you didn't know they was going to fold or whatever. No, at all. Everything sounded so good. Yeah. I mean, read over right. the contract. Well, can I, I ask you, what, one of my, what year was that when you first uh, published it? I published it. So it, it was originally published in 2018. Okay. In like December of 2018. Then I republished it with Amazon the next year. So by 2019, like I want to say maybe... April, Mayish, maybe towards the beginning of 2019, because right. this was pretty mm -hmm. early on in 2019. Right. But yeah, I republished it exactly the next okay. year. Okay. Like I didn't waste no time on it, you know. Got you. So yeah, it, it it did. It ended up being better, you know. It ended up being better because who knows me better than me, you know. So I mean, I know how to promote myself. I know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like so, like you said, it's trial and error, and it definitely yeah. was a lesson learned. Right. And um, that's definitely something that um, I do now let people know that, you know, we talk and they'd be like, well, I was thinking about writing a book and what do you think is the best way to go and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I definitely say self-publishing. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It's the best way that you can go nowadays because mm -hmm. these big corporations is just out for themselves. You know what I'm saying? And they out for the money aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if you don't want to waste your time and waste your money, self-published and like I said self-publishing through Amazon is amazing so for anybody that's looking to publish self-publishing through Amazon is amazing because everything is free yeah. literally <laughs> right. literally <laughs> literally everything is literally free and see you know what see that's the crazy I tell people this all the time we like really living in a free world if you change your mindset like what we doing right now you had to get to, back in what 10, 15 years ago you had to have like yeah. a major platform to do this. You know? Absolutely, you it's absolutely. Like, it's nothing that we can't do right now. You have it's, to just change really the mindset and you know focus on other things. You know, so many people still stuck in the past, and I just don't get it. But you know, everybody grow at their own pace, whatever. Fine. Yeah. But you said something that stood out to me. You said you sat mm -hmm. on it for four years. Yep. Then you decided to release it. Mm -hmm. See, that was big that you even decided to release because somebody just came to me recently with some mm -hmm. content, with some, uh, he wanted to start a brand, whatever. And he showed okay. me like 12 designs, 12. And I'm like, he like, to start just, off? I don't know what to do. I don't know. Just start. You have 12 That's designs it. right here, bro. You go. You just go. Start. Just put something out there. Yeah. Put it out to the people and see. Yeah. Okay. That, if, that, if it don't work, go back. That's it. Absolutely. That's even like with me. You see me through these past like year and a half since we uh since we uh connected yeah. um with Educated Renegade, my yeah. my clothing brand. Yeah. And you know, we've we've talked. I've talked yeah. to you personally and told you, like, you know, Larry, I might need some help and direction, you know. But one thing you can't say is that I I I that I didn't start it. You know yeah, what I'm exactly. saying? Like exactly. I established that in 2015. Right. And right. I literally have rebranded, re-released mm -hmm. Educated Renegade 
right. like at least maybe six or seven times, no no exaggeration in the past two to three years. Yeah. Like no lies. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's only because like you said, it's trial and error. So you never you mm-hmm. you never know what your audience or or what uh your supporters or anything, you don't know what they like until you put it out in their face and see right. the response that you get back. You know what I mean? It's just like when people take data, you know what I mean? When they're doing different uh, sleep sleep analysis and things like that, the only way that they're going to be able to get accurate data is by testing it out, you know, or bringing subjects in to test it on. So it's the same thing with, you know, it it is. And that's one thing that I literally have been telling people, like, don't ask me how I've done anything that I've done. Because mm-hmm. I, sometimes I sit back and I think, like, I don't know, like, right. physically, I don't know how I got all of this done, considering everything that's going on in my personal life, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, mm-hmm. that will probably knock somebody else down to the point where, like, yeah. nothing else matters, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's resilient. So, Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, I, I understand, yes. like, 100%, like, like you said, like, that's a big mistake people can't ask like don't don't really you really never know what anybody going through and to think that you can do something somebody else did just like them get the same right. results they got and yeah. and walk the same walk it's impossible you have to find yeah. your way you know what i'm saying now you can get mm-hmm. points coaching stuff mm-hmm. like that but mm-hmm. you can never be it's only one sean Dante. never you can't be right, you know you gotta move the way you move you know but if you don't yeah. start and try to put put something out there you won't know <laughs> right so that that is true. this question so who's your who's your biggest inspiration like coming up um my biggest inspiration coming up oh that is a good question but um i would have to say really all the women in my family okay like all the women in my family. And, uh, um, we, I, well, I just have a lot of hardworking women, hard but I do have entrepreneurs. Yeah. My yeah. older sister, she's a professional makeup artist. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And then like, even like my older cousins and things like that, just mm-hmm. growing up, seeing them because like, okay, you know, us growing up in the eighties and the nineties and stuff like entrepreneurship wasn't as big as it is now. You know what I'm saying? It was not nowhere near. Right. Especially not for people of color. Absolutely not. It just wasn't. So they were my inspiration because they were strong. I think them Uh go through, you know what I mean? Go Mm -hmm. through bad relationships, this Mm -hmm. and that. And they always got us through. They got, you know, they always got me, you know, our, 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 my brothers and sisters, we always made it, you know, yeah. thanks to my mom, my, seeing my cousins. And it was just like, that was the inspiration to me. Like, that's who made me who I am today, real talk. Like, because I just got that drive. And that's another thing that's missing in this in this time period. Yeah, People don't got the drive no more. People yeah. just want microwavable stuff. Like, people just want to be like, yeah, for 30 seconds. I want a million dollars. <laughs> here it is you know what i'm right. saying like right i want to be successful here yeah. it is you know right. so it makes it and then that and honestly as good as social media is it it, it really is a it's the devil it, it can really be totally yep. just like yeah. you know and right yeah. now today because it is so prominent mm-hmm. that's really to me is what is keeping people back because you so focused on looking at people, they success. People only mm-hmm. showing you what they want you to see. So you looking right. at this female and right. you're like, oh, she got a YouTube channel. So you make your YouTube channel, but you you can't expect to be at 1.2K. Right. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Subscribers right now, because you don't know how long this girl has been on there. Then you go looking through her videos and you see, hey, she's been doing videos and content on YouTube since 2008, nine, mm-hmm. 10. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's the thing. People got to stop like looking so much at, at what people are showing you because people are just showing you the end result of them working hard. That's mm-hmm. it. That's good. That That's, that's good. what you're being right. shown. Right. Seriously, yep. you know, that is what you're being shown. The end result of them working hard. Yep. You don't know how long it took for them to be sitting on beaches and sipping, you know, culottas mm-hmm. and, and hopping on private jets. And mm-hmm. 
you just seeing what you know what I mean, and you yeah. really seeing it more now because again, social media is just so prominent. Yeah. You know, everything yeah. has to be shown, everything yeah. has to be put up. Right. You know, um, right. so it's just like once you take that away, like for me, even doing everything that I have going on, mm-hmm. like about a year or so ago, I really started putting myself on a social media um, timeout where I just take time off because yeah. even you being a business owner and everything. You could be looking at one of your business owner friends on mm-hmm. Instagram and you think it to yourself, dang, why is they stuff moving? Why are they getting more sales? And yeah. you know what I mean? They yeah, making more money. Yeah. It will mess with your mental. Like you will seriously be sitting around depressed. Yeah. And instead of you sitting down at the table coming up with more content and mm-hmm. different creative things to get your stuff out there and stuff like that, you sitting there scrolling. Yeah. Sad, putting yourself in a depressive state because you're looking at somebody else's accomplishments right. from them right. just being consistent. You looking at they when all you got to do is be consistent, right? You looking at they wins. You ain't looking at them L's. Now at all. You seen one of they and L's? Out of they, 10, people, ooh. people not even gonna put they L's out no, there. Not. not like no, that. No, no, not like that. And no, if you seen not. one like if it was a crazy L. You gonna be like, yeah. oh my god, it might even scare you. Right, or your business. So exactly. You gotta, like you exactly. said, you have to be careful with that with that type of stuff, man. You know, yeah. What you are uh, watching, like you say, you can't really compare yourself. You just gotta do what you do. Nah, you work just gotta keep Facts. That's it. Facts. That's man. it. You know, and see, like you said, like I could just tell, like you say, when we connected, like you, you a go getter. You know, I'm like, yeah. man. And when he was like, man, man, can you can you DJ of? I got you. You know what I'm saying? Because I see yeah. you and I see how you operate. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, dang, I'm like, Sean got she got the artist banging, she got the radio going. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you working this over here. You like come through, you can sell the merch. You know, I'm like, cool, man. Like, I like being around people like that. That's go, yeah, go get us. You know what I'm saying? We ain't Absolutely. playing, it's time to go. And it might not be going at a pace that y'all want to go, but it's going. Right. You know what I'm it's saying? Going. Absolutely. What, what, Absolutely. How slow, slow progress is better than no progress. Oh yeah, you know, slow motion better than no motion. No they, you know, yeah, and, and they're mean, content with it. Yeah, they you are. You know what I mean? And they're yeah. content with it. But at the same time, that's okay. It is. It is really. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's okay. Right. It's okay to not be an entrepreneur. It's okay it to like. You know what I mean? Live a regular life and just enjoy the mm-hmm. simple things in life. Uh-huh. It's okay. Yeah. And that's what like I really be wanting people to understand. Yo, it's okay. If it's not for you, because it's hard work. It, it, it is, and that's the thing. <laughs> and that's what I be telling people. Like, you probably don't want to live this exactly. type of life. You probably don't. I'm just being honest with right. you, like for real. Because right. it gets down to the point where you like food, shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. It, 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 man, trust listen. me, I know. You know, you know what? But touch on <laughs> another thing, what I don't like about that. It's okay not to be an entrepreneur, but don't. Don't have an ill feeling f- towards the entrepreneur. Right. And see you that, say, yeah, they, if yeah, you feel like they're in a certain status, you you mad at them all. They think, Absolutely. Like, you don't oh, even know what it takes. That, no. So you got to really like separate yourself. You got to get your personal development on. Yes, you do. You got to yes, you know you sacrifice some things when y'all yes, still living do. that life that y'all want to live. Like it's fine, but if ain't nobody bothering you. Leave me. Don't bother. Yeah. And you know what? That's very true because you do see that a lot where it's like people are content where they are in life and that's fine. But yet they get, like you said, so much ill will or like if you go around and they got some shady stuff to say. And you know what? You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. Like it's just like, like you said, like, right. If you don't, if you want to do what you're doing with your time, do what you do with your time, but don't throw that energy off on me because I choose to want more and <laughs> right. I choose to, you know what I mean? Want to live this right. entrepreneur life, you know, yeah. because it's not, it's not for everybody. I tell people, y'all don't understand. Right. I probably quit every day in my head. I'm like, yo, I'm done. Yeah, I'm not doing it no more. Get Renegade Ray Chicago. I don't want to do it. I'm tired. Like, yeah, <sighs> I got, you know what I mean? Especially because I, I am, I'm a four-time student as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, having to balance my time thank god i am a um 
I'm big on time management. You know what I mean? I'm big on being precise on things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do like, that's why I write, you know, because every day I'm writing my to-do list, my things that I need to get done, you know, and I write a due date by whatever that don't have to be done exactly that day. You know what I mean? It's just all about really prioritizing, you know. Um, and see, yeah, it's, it's, the power it really of the pen is. is so deep, you know. Uh, writing stuff down because you can really visualize. Like, okay, I, I have a, okay, I have a deadline. I have to get this done. You know, it, it's like, man, I did some. I was doing a water challenge. I wrote down mm-hmm. every hour on the hour. I had to drink a sixteen ounce cup. Okay. Without that, without writing it down, I wouldn't have did it. Heck no! Right. You wouldn't have did it. You wouldn't even exactly. remember because you wouldn't have remembered. You would have been like. Man, I, I knew I just drank some water. No, I just drank some water. I ain't gonna drink no water right now. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Man, I'm for so real. Like you think about right. it, like you yeah. know what I'm saying. If you started like the first two hours yeah. you wrote down, yeah. but then that third hour you didn't write it down, you gonna swear and tell yourself like, "Yo, I drank some water. I'm good on this right. hour. Right. Like just I drank water." Man, out your whole, out the whole process. Like it's over with. <laughs> oh, we got a couple more minutes left. What advice okay. would you tell an uh, up and coming uh, person that want to start like a radio station, or up and coming author, like things that you do? Um, I would say write it down, get a plan, write it down. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people that have already like you know um, written books; they just haven't published them. Okay. Stop procrastinating. Okay. Type it up. If you got it ri- regularly written down, then you need to get it into a computer system. You know what I mean? You need to get it into a Google Drive because that's going to be the only way you're going to be able to shop it anywhere. Or even if you self-publish through Amazon, you got to have that file to upload. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, yeah, I would just really say write your plan down. Write your vision. Make it plain. They used to always say that in church. You know, write the vision. Make it plain. Mm-hmm. So, like, you... I'm learning that more and more too when it comes to like, cause I'm good with writing things that I have to do, but like things that I like should be doing. Like now I do uh, for the past month, I've been very consistent because I wrote them down. I wrote down like 13, 14 affirmations. Mm. And literally every morning I get up, that's how I start my day. I get up, I pray, I meditate. I say my daily affirmations in the mirror. Um, and it is like really helping. Like, oh my God. It's crazy that once you change your mindset, you will see your whole life change. That statement is very true. Mm-hmm. Only because like today, like I was telling you when we first started, like I've went through a lot. Yeah. Like it's been a very stressful day. Like stuff just been kind of like all over the place. And I know that's just nothing but that, you know what I mean? Nothing but the devil, as they like yeah. to say, you know, mm-hmm. just trying to come in and steal my joy. I've been happy. I've been at peace. So it's like, I got to come rough some stuff up real quick, you know. Mm-hmm. But a month ago, Ashanti wouldn't have did this interview with you. Mm-hmm. I would have told you, like, uh-uh, I'm just not feeling it. That's I'm a, not, you, you know, know and that's just real, that. that's real talk. Yeah, because see, you know, that's what we, I, I touch on this all the time. If you're not in a place where you feel not comfortable or you, or you feel your energy is off, get yourself yeah. together. Take a seat yep. back, uh, disappear, and come yep. back with your energy. Okay, it's okay Absolutely. to be human. It's okay. It we is. all go through stuff. I tell people that. that yes, yeah. allow yourself yeah. to be human. You are not. That's another thing. That's another yeah. good thing. Allow yourself to be human. Allow yourself to feel. Like mm-hmm. I said before, before I, you know, I got on on live with you, Larry. I promise you. Like I was just like, yo, I don't even want to do this interview. Like right now, I'm just frustrated. Today's just been messed up. Yeah. I'm trying to finish this homework. I got this going on. And then I did exactly what you just said. Uh-huh. I said, nope, cut it. Yeah. Get up. I started yeah. breathing. Let's, yeah. let's breathe in and out. Mm-hmm. Let's breathe in and out. Yeah. Then I started just telling myself positive things, mm-hmm. you know, and I just kind of got myself, you know what I mean, together where I could, you know what I mean? Because you don't want, you don't want your depression, you don't want your procrastination to mess up um, networking opportunities and things like that. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So to me, it was like, yo, if you could push through this interview, Shandi, mm-hmm. you're going to get this homework done before 12. You're going to, you know what I mean? Be able to sit back and just have you a little time to just chill and relax and just mm-hmm. think about everything and re- 
you know, reprioritize, replan out what you need to do, you know what I mean? And keep it moving. So it's just really about a change of mindset, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? For yourself and then surrounding yourself around people that can help to change your mindset, right. you know, because it's a lot of times that I really just be down on myself hard, like, you know what I'm saying, for the littlest of things, and right. then once I talk to someone else, like maybe you or my girl Corey Love, and, yeah. you know, and I tell you the situation, then it's like, yo, it's not even that bad, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I said, like, 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 why are you tripping about that? For real. Come on, give me your happy place. You know what I'm saying? And, and the way you do the like voiceovers, you... I know that's your happy place. Out, out the back, you know, crazy it on is. them. Like, I'm telling y'all, I y'all need voiceover work. Y'all better yes. get Sean Dante up. She's so dope, man. Yeah, like you say, can hit me up at the um at the voiceover girl on Instagram. It's T H A V O I C E O V A G U R L. So at the voiceover girl on Instagram, you can follow at Renegade Radio Chicago on Instagram, and then you can also follow at a Sean D or Sean Don, and that's where I really promote my book and things like that. Um, on that page. So yes, and then um. What else, if you guys do want to get the book, again, it's available on Amazon, Hard Times, Life of a Ghetto Black Chick. It's available for paperback, $15, mm-hmm. and the ebook online is $7. And um, yeah, like, I'm always looking for underground artists to play your music, to interview. I'm back doing interviews now on my show, so um, I actually got an interview coming up Friday, on Friday's show, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to get all of that together Right. Um, okay. in the midst of everything else. <laughs> like and you say you but, um, with, um what was the entrepreneur Wednesday? What was you doing on Wednesdays? Or was it yeah. so well you know um my working Wednesdays, well you you oh, that was working. Was that see that, but working like Wednesdays? yeah, mm it's just oh, working okay. Wednesdays. I and, okay. and working Wednesdays, that's just like each day you see each day I have a theme for each yeah, yeah. day. So it's yeah. more money Mondays, talented yeah. Tuesdays, working Wednesdays. Okay. But when I decided to just do my show on um Wednesdays and Fridays. Um, how I'm setting it up now is like my Wednesday shows when I start back doing interviews, since okay. it's working Wednesdays, I'll be interviewing other entrepreneurs and things like that. Then for my Friday shows, for my freestyle Friday shows, that's when I'll be interviewing my, um, you know, different artists and stuff like that, that I rock with and stuff. Um, but yeah, just as far as the working Wednesday things, that's just something that I like to do. Like, so if I don't do it on the show, I'll make a post. Mm-hmm. You know, and I do. I literally go through my Instagram friends and I'll be like, oh, I haven't shouted this person out. Oh, I haven't shouted. And I go on their page mm-hmm. and like, yeah, I put a lot of time into it, you know. And the thing is, I don't get paid for it, you know, but yeah. I don't do it to get paid, you know, yeah. because anything that's worth having is worth, worth working hard for. So at the end of the day, I know that my time will come mm-hmm. and the payoff will be even greater. Right. So I don't do it for, you know, the money. Yeah. I do it because. Yo, I think it's super dope to see all of these entrepreneurs, especially black people. Like, yo, mm-hmm. we the shit, like for real. Excuse my language, but we is like we out here. You know what I'm saying? And it's like to me, that's super dope. That give me the motivation to want to keep going. Just seeing mm-hmm. other people my age, younger than me. You know, my my niece, she's 15. She just turned 16 mm-hmm. on March 25th, and she's a um, hairstylist. And I'm talking about coke. Man. She cold. She, got she is cold, and she's sixteen years. She, yeah. I mean, she is cold. Yeah. I'm talking about doing hair than most older beauticians I've seen. You know, like yeah, yeah for real. I'm talking about. Man, you know, we always we dreamed a lot. Uh, well, I know. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna speak we for did. myself because, yeah, you feel the same way, right? Yeah, yeah no, I, like, do. Down, I do. Like, man, so, but I see these youngins taking action. And they, they I'm going, telling you, you know what I'm saying? They going. They taking, they they taking action. They out there. And that's so dope. Yes. It's, in, it's embedded it in the world. You know, man, I, I love it. It is. And I love to see it. And that's what I said to me. It just gives me motivation. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, is it's enough money out here for all of us. Oh, it's like boo cool money. Right. You know, for yeah. everybody. If you see a McDonald's, you it's a Burger King in the in the mile radius. If it ain't next door, and they might have Jordan rooms like, like a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Hey, they right next. <laughs> no, seriously, no, for real. It's another chicken shop. It's right next door. Clothing store, everything. Absolutely. It's not just for you. It's for not. me, it's for everybody. Right. It's, for it's, for, it's really for That's everybody. why I don't mind passing the buck, passing the plug to people like mine. You That's know. me too. Oh, yeah, like, That's me too. People, I don't have people tell me like, yo, you giving me all this information for free. Like you ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. it's like, yeah, because I won't, I'm what am I? I'm not scared. I'm look, first of all, I'm in my own lane. Right. Yes, I know I'm not the only Arthur. Yes, I know I'm not the only radio mm-hmm. host. Yes, I, I know so. I'm not the only voiceover girl, but uh-huh. I'm the only Sean Don T though that yeah. does all of these things. So That's I bring good. a whole nother vibe to it than what this chick you know what i mean or what this guy is doing or what yeah. this show is doing you yeah. know what i mean my vibe is my vibe yeah. and at the end of the day you got to realize too that no everybody ain't gonna like you and that's fine yeah, you got options everybody yeah. ain't gonna like you okay but the people that do that's that's yeah. who you walk with because <laughs> right. like i said i know i know people that for real you look at their page and you be like man this person got 300 and some followers but they can show you they 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 inventory and they can show you all of the numbers and they done made a hundred thousand versus the person that got like towards a million mm-hmm. and they ain't made nothing over a few hundred Facts. Big you see fact. what i'm saying Big because fact. those people are not those are not people that's supporting you those are not people that um you know what i'm saying that's interested really in what you got going on they just it's something that interests them it's, it's, about they, they, they the trendy people they want to follow right. that trend. Uh, exactly okay exactly. everybody follow uh june book you know uh, right just right now like yeah, yeah. And, and and it's like like i said and these folk ain't yeah. making no money but i know people for real they got half that following but doing numbers yeah, you know, and that's what when it comes down to it as an entrepreneur that's what we worried about we worried about the numbers yeah I don't care yeah. how many people follow. Man, for sure. That don't mean nothing. That's more of a headache. Cause then that means everything you put out, you gotta somebody gonna have something to say. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be negative or it's gonna you know what I'm saying? Right. It's just like yeah. it's so much that comes with it that is. stuff like that. People, when you, you really know. sit back and think about it, like yeah. I could I just wanna live an easy life and be an entrepreneur. Like <laughs> I don't really care about all of the extra glitz and glam and be you know what I mean? I really right. don't care. Right. You know, and I'm thankful yeah. that I did grow up in the generation that growing uh-huh. up back then, we was that material stuff, everything that's relevant today was uh-huh. not relevant for us. So like my mindset mm-hmm. is still like that. Like, I just yeah. want to be happy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want to be able to look at my bank account and be like, yo, <laughs> it's funny. You, said, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, for real, I just I, do. I was talking to my daughter the other day and she was like, daddy, don't you like want to be famous i'm like no i don't want to be famous. i i want to be wealthy i want to be a regular Period. person still go to the grocery Period. store still Period. interact you know i want you know, you know you have to Point move blank. a little different but yeah i want to yeah. be famous well about what tabloids following me and exactly see who got time for that smoke. that's not me no smoke y'all can have it whoever, y'all can have the clout i don't want absolutely it. no i just want and it's and, and, and it really is a way to do that though like to the mm-hmm. point where i tell my artists that a lot of times i say look yeah. this is why i love the underground and the indie because y'all are y'all selves y'all haven't been brought y'all mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying y'all 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 did not sell out you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying y'all can move the way y'all can move y'all can work with people like me because once mm-hmm. you take it to a higher level our platforms don't mean nothing to these folks. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely yeah. nothing. So right. I, I like it for that. But another thing is that I love it because you get to keep your money. Yeah. What you make is yours as an independent artist, period, point blank. You see what I'm saying? And that, that's what you want. Like that's, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. you can still, you can still make lots of money and be an artist and not be mainstream, but be around mainstream people. And that's even with business. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like I I give people the example of Twister. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause when you hot and you're in demand and it's what people want, Mm -hmm. it does not matter what social level you're on. You know what I'm saying? That does not matter. It's your talent. It's whatever you're bringing to the table that people are interested in. So like I said, that's just like with Twister. He's not mainstream, but he done been in every mainstream artist video. He done did hella collabs. You know what I'm saying? All of this. But guess what? Every dime he sees from the tour, he sees it. 
Mm-hmm. Only thing he doing is paying off his team. Yeah, that's dope. And that's you know, and that's a that's um twister. I look at him like as more um an entrepreneur artist. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. It's it's like you say, you don't have you. I, I I mean, I'm assuming that you would not recommend signing to a label as an artist. Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. I wouldn't. Not now. Not nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not unless you just want the fast cash and um, you want to just be thrown out in the water and you're ready to just like um, totally throw who you are as a person out the window um, and you're ready for people to control every aspect of your life. Hmm. Then go ahead. You got, it's something but, you got this trophy. <laughs> I mean, but for real, I mean, it's just like yeah. You know, I'm just, you know, just being dead serious. Like, right. come on now. You got all these people with billions of dollars and they that depressed that they still killing themselves. Mm. Or they drug addicts. Yeah. And they alcoholics. Yeah. Mm-mm. You got to know that. The more, you got to know it lies deeper. You got to know it's some underlining. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, you know, um, I feel like as an artist, you really do. You got to just, you, 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 you need to dab into everything that's going on in the culture period. Okay. What is being said? What is like, just do your research. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, um, I just seen this on a post. Actually, I was uh, reading a young lady. She had commented this and I was like, yo, this is it on the head. The thing is, is that you can read a contract and they could be like, oh no, we're keeping you independent. Understand this, you are never mm-hmm. independent once you reach that game. Okay, yeah. Because guess what? The person that's signing you got a person over them. That person over them got a person over them. That person over them is the head honcho in charge mm-hmm. calling every shot. You see what I'm saying? saying Everybody's owned. You saying it's a pyramid scheme, huh? <laughs> you better understand. You better understand. Like, come on now. When you think yeah. about it, this is why artists don't come back to the hood. Yeah. This is why they don't really support their hometown. This is why they instantly get on and move to LA or yeah. Atlanta or yeah. you know what I'm saying like this is why this is why you don't really see them doing too many like they can't do big just just organizations that's why all all you see them with is jewelry cars some big houses we don't even know if those rented or not just yeah. being honest you know what I'm saying like because it's only it's only a certain thing that they can do with their money yeah and it's like yeah you, you know what I'm saying dope. Yeah. Yeah. You oh, are. That's, that's and cool. I mean it's been said by a lot of artists. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Already. Yeah. Like, but it's just like to me, I feel like people are so scared of the truth that they'll rather believe the lie. Mm-hmm. So whatever makes them feel comfortable, yeah. Then they'll rather tune that out. Yeah. But um, one thing I will say that I have seen in this past year though, mm. is a lot of indie artists just saying that they stand independent, they ain't signing. You know, they ain't signing no 360 deals. They ain't signing no deals. They, you know, a lot, I've seen that a lot more now than I've ever had. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I mean, yeah, the road might, you know, be tough. But like I said, anything that's worth having is worth working hard for. So it's just like, how bad do you want it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the States ain't nothing. If you get popping overseas as an artist, oh, you's a millionaire. And that's real talk. Yeah. For real. You get yeah. you get if you get overseas, and that's what I love about Renegade Radio Chicago is the fact that mm-hmm. I stream from every every platform, literally. Spreaker, mm-hmm. Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Deezer, Castbox, Gio7, which is the top streaming platform in India, okay. and uh Apple Music. But when I look at my statistics, mm-hmm. my main ratings, my higher ratings are overseas, South Africa, Venezuela, India. India is at like a 98.4%. Yeah. So why does that make me happy? Because they're listening to the artists, my artists that I play on the show. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. Which means these artists can go over there to that area and mm-hmm. rock a concert because they already that's done deep. heard it anyway. That's, that's deep. You cold. <laughs> man i'm just saying it's, yeah. it's a win you know it's a That's win it is. man i thank you for uh being a guest resource and i knew this was gonna be a a, a classic you know you very resourceful oh yes 
Uh, yeah, Atlanta, you I really any, appreciate you, you for having me. Last words on. before we get out of here. Um, my last words is is just man, you guys continue to keep your head up, mm-hmm. stay focused, stay prayed up, mm-hmm. and um, other than that, I would just say, uh, man, come join the Renegade family. I got you. <laughs> How do they join the Renegade family? Y'all just come and follow me at Renegade Radio Chicago on Instagram. Really, I do all my business, you guys, off of Instagram. Uh, I'm not, I'm on Facebook, but I really don't do a lot of promoting mm-hmm. and stuff. I have my reasons, and that's really, Facebook yeah. has became so messy. It's like high school to me. Mm-hmm. So nobody yeah. takes anything serious on there. So yeah. <laughs> I, it's I just hard whole, for me to I, take I, it. I deleted yeah. my whole page. I'm doing this. Yeah. I got it strictly for business. That's what right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah, other yeah. than that, you guys, yeah, I would just say, man, keep y'all heads up. Whatever you want, write it down and then go. Find a way to do it because there is a way to do it. It's more than one way to eat a Reese's. Find your niche and stick to it. Okay. Find your lane and go, go go there you know it's 2021 we ain't getting no younger mm-hmm. you know it's time to build back up black wall street because mm-hmm. it's it's here yeah it is you know so um other than that i just say peace love and blessings thank you so much larry for having me on you know, i appreciate you, know. you. <laughs> you know, yes. and, uh, i look forward to because you know yes. you, oh i got you it's coming <laughs> and spring coming too <laughs> Okay, I'll, cool. Hey, man. Shout out to Sean D. Man, Sean Don T. Make sure y'all get a tour. Yes. And, man, yes, yes, appreciate yes. y'all for tuning in. See y'all next week yes. for another great show. And we out. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.